Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Is your salon manager really helping the business move forward? Or are they instead hindering the future success of your salon? Now, as a salon owner, you already have too many tabs open. You're thinking about a million different things. You have a to-do list that's never-ending. And your role is to lead the business and ensure it continues to grow, which is why you need a right-hand man or woman that we might call the salon manager. So when deciding on who is right to be salon manager, the goal is to find someone to manage the hustle and bustle of daily operations and then carry the weight of leading the team, right? So that you can step away from working in the business so much and instead spend some time working on the business, growing the business. But it isn't always as picture perfect as it may seem. Does this relate, ring any bells? Whilst you'd hope that hiring a salon manager was going to be the answer to all of your problems, sometimes it actually leads to even more bigger headaches. When jobs aren't getting done or you're doing more than ever, you can't actually trust them to look after the salon when you walk out the door. When you aren't there, something's got to give. So I want to introduce you to Greta. Now, she is one of my Salon Mastery Success Coaches here at Salon Owners Collective. Now, after leading 17 salons as the group salon group manager, and by the way, she was a total rock star working for me when I had my salon. She was a little gem in my eye. (laughs) Now, Greta has been a success coach for me for four years now. She also runs our Motivating Managers program. Now, Greta knows what it takes to harness an effective management role within a successful salon and build a productive working relationship between the salon CEO and the manager. She is a powerhouse. She's behind our Motivating Managers program within the Salon Mastery Group and has all of the tips and tricks to help you go from frustration with your management team to motivate managers to be confident and successful in their role so that you can actually step away from within the salon and you can work on helping it continue to grow and flourish. I can't wait for you to hear Greta's management strategies. Let's dive in and meet my wonderful Greta. Hey Greta, so pleased to have you here on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to be here, to be back uh, joining you on the podcast today, Riss. Well, I know uh, some people listening right now don't know who the heck are you. So <laughs> let's start with who are you, Greta? Where are you in the world? What do you do? How did you get to be doing what you're doing? Well, I um, worked for uh, Larissa uh, in her salon in Blue Cactus um, and love took me away from Riss. Um, however, it also has brought me back, which is great. Um, but when I moved away, I worked in a national chain salon um, and worked as a regional manager. We took over, um, I took over approximately around 17 salons um, and managed them 
uh, worked with them to improve and grow um, and supported them um, over, oh, I think it was about six, seven years plus. <laughs> Gosh, time goes away on me sometimes. Um, and I have now ventured my way back into Larissa's world um, and have been here coaching salon owners. Um, and it's been about three years, I think, Russ, now, hasn't yeah, it? I think so, yeah. Again, yeah. time just goes. Um, so, yeah, supporting salon owners to come out of the overwhelm, um, step up as a salon CEO um, and reach their ultimate goal of becoming that million-dollar salon. Um, and I'm just absolutely loving it um, and enjoying every moment of supporting and, and um, working with the amazing salon owners here. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. Love it. Greta and I, uh, Greta, when we first worked together, you came and joined me in Salon Mastery and uh, we were helping the owners. And over time, we noticed some reoccurring challenges popping up with <clears throat> owners and the relationship they had or their working relationship with managers. And it subsequently led us to start the Motivating Managers Program, which you completely run now. Yeah. Uh, you, you still uh, serve and coach with me in Seller Mastery, but run the Managers Program. So I thought this is a really good topic for us to talk about today because it's not uh, it's not a new problem. It's an ongoing problem. How do we get our managers to perform properly? Because to be honest, when I first meet owners, Greta, you know this well, um, one of the biggest complaints I hear for those owners that have a manager is, this is exactly what I hear. I've put a manager in place, but I'm still doing all of the things. I don't know yeah. what the manager's doing. I'm still doing the things, but I'm paying them as a manager. So I thought we must bring this topic here to the podcast um, because I think often the owner thinks that the, it's the manager's fault and the manager's not doing their job right. Yes. Do you think this is true or is there something else? Oh, I absolutely agree. I think um, what I hear a lot of is exactly that, that they've put a manager in place and it's just not, nothing's progressing. Jobs, is, they're still chasing um, every little job, every checklist um, in the salon. And that then leads to that feeling of they're just not doing their job. They're not doing what I asked them to do. Um, or what another, another term, they're both, you know, salon owner and manager are doing the same job, <laughs> which um, it's just, it, it's doubling up on things. And um, it, oh, I also hear um, a lot that things, obviously, like we said, just don't get done at all. And I think that that then can really um, lead to frustration um, and think that someone's not doing their job properly, right? Um, and think that we've got a bad manager and they're not the right manager, they're not the right person for the job. Um, and sometimes we ship them out because of that. Um, but it all comes down to the communication. And I think that that's one key piece that we just need to nail, um, especially when we're putting in place a manager in our business to take over the, the um, pieces that we don't want to be doing anymore. Well, let's talk about um, improving communication because I agree with you. Uh, it's the lack of communication and it's actually the owner's responsibility to set mm. the culture for communication, right? Yeah. So what do you think? Give us a couple of ideas of some things we can put in place to improve communication or to improve that, uh, I guess, the output of the manager. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, key pieces, there's, there's two, well, three key pieces really. Um, two quick ones, um, quick and simple and easy. A checklist um, so that it is who's doing what and then you're ticking it off daily, weekly, um, monthly and that you know, both know who is taking action to what and you know that, you know, it's easy then for the manager to follow um, they know their expectation, they know what they need to follow. Um, and reporting is another one. Reporting back from manager to owner and owner to manager even, just so that you can have a really great communication channel, a great space in place, a system that is um, going to support the the, um, the checklists, the what's happening in the salon, what's going on, all of those key pieces that um, go on in the salon um, so that, again, the jobs are getting done, and um, the things are getting ticked off and you're all clear on who's doing what. Um, so by having a clear checklist and by having a great reporting system from manager to owner, um, it's going to give clarity for everybody um, and a system that is future-proof. Like you can use this ongoing forever. And I think that that's, that's a key piece. Um, can, I, um, can I just add... A, a layer on there just for super clarity. You're talking about a checklist and a report that the manager does, but also the CEO does. So yes. that checklist is a checklist for, it's got the, like the one that we have in yeah. Motivating Managers program. There's a checklist for what the manager does and right below it is what the CEO does. Why is that important? Oh, I think, again, clarity. It's just super, uh, having that uh, clear in one document, again, they're both seeing who is doing what and allowing no double ups to happen and then allowing the job to be completely done rather than it not getting done at all. So I think um, both being able to have that visual tool of a checklist and it, again, like we have it in, in um, Salon Mastery where it's in one page, it's on one document, you can both use it and navigate what is what is who is doing what and and what does each role involve? Um, yeah, I really feel like that is like a game changer for, for the salons. I, I know one of the, uh, I just want to kind of switch into owner hat for a moment because I know one of um, the common problems that I end up talking about with owners or we talk about with owners is that they feel bad about the time that they're spending or, or that the team don't know what, they're doing when they're not serving clients. And I think something like this that gives visibility not only to the manager for what they're doing, but that there's visibility for what the CEO is doing. So the team actually know, oh, when she's not here or when she's in the office, I know what she's doing. She's busy. She's doing yeah. all the things. And so now I can see I can fully step into my role and do my things. Mm. Um, and that kind of takes away a little bit of that fear sometimes when when I know for me, I've certainly felt bad about delegating stuff to other people. Um, do you know? And, and yeah. that clarity is uh, makes it easy. Tell me a little bit about the reporting process um, and why that's important. Look, I, I have used the reporting process uh, since day one in, in my leadership roles and um, it is something that I will always strongly recommend um, because um, it gives a space in place for the manager to review their week, 
review what's happened, what's what's going on, um, and remind them about the key things um, that they need to be checking in on, on you know, regularly, every week, um, every day. And um, it's a it, it forms a great habit of um, communication and opening that book of allowing the manager to ask for help um, and sharing what they're having struggles with. Um, and I think that that key piece is, is golden, really. Yeah, um, sure. And allowing, yeah, that again, that there's a system and a system creates habit and habit creates, you know, um, amazing results. And I think that that's, that's that, um, what I love about the reporting process. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. For an owner to have information flowing towards you in a systematic approach, i.e. the reports due every mm. Friday, is a game changer because as the owner now, you don't have to go fishing for the information that you need. It's traveling towards you. Now, as an owner, you're, hold, you're holding 500 tabs open already in your mm. brain. To have to think, oh, I wonder what the manager is up to and if she's even doing her job is another layer of complexity that you really don't need. So to have the information flowing toward you so you don't have to go and be the person that's the checker honor mm. person changes the relationship because now the manager has autonomy and doesn't feel like their owner is checking up on them because they've already provided the information ahead of time. Um, can Absolutely. I just give you, Greta, yeah. a little thumbs up because you are the best at this. You <laughs> always tell me stuff before I've even thought that I need to know it. And mm -hmm. I, I just love and adore that about you because it makes my job, does two things, makes my job as an owner really easy because I don't have to check up on you, to increases trust in our yeah. working relationship like 500 times. I never worry about what you're up to because yeah. you always tell me before I need to know. And that, to me, makes a beautiful working relationship. Yeah, and I, like like I say, like I, I feel like as a, um, when you are the person doing the reporting and writing the things down, it's reflection time. And that up-levels your manager, up-levels them to, understand what what has happened and what they've learned and what maybe has been great and what maybe hasn't been so great in the week um and i think that again you know putting that action into place builds that trust because you're you're forming this um i'm going to give it to you you go forth and and um have your week and you know come to Conquer me the world yeah absolutely you're you're really sharing with them that you are you know leaving it in their hands 
and re- that's responsibility. And I mean, I know many of you listening will probably say, you know, and have seen in your team when you give some a team member responsibility, they up level, they lift, they lift themselves up, they stand taller because they're like, I've got this, this is mine. Um, and I think that that's very. Um, I've seen that happen with reporting and and um, having that clear system in place. Brenda, let's talk about job descriptions. Like, are they really yes. needed? What's the deal? Oh, yes. Um, job descriptions, 100% needed. Um, I highly recommend these to happen before the role has even been, has found the person. Um, because... You need that you, your, your job description. You want your job description to be what you want your manager to be, right? You want it, it's their expectations, it's their what they need to do to fulfill their role as a manager. If someone doesn't have a job description, and I have seen this a lot, when managers don't have job descriptions, they don't know what they're doing. As in, they don't know what, what, what is my job? What, what am I meant to be doing? I know I need to help my team, but how, why, what? Um, I know I'm meant to, you know, you know, lead the day on, and um, encourage my team to increase sales, but how, why, what, you know? They need detail. Um, and I think we forget that. Sometimes we put them into the role thinking, oh, you're going to be great. You're a great leader. You're, you know, you're a great leader. You'll be a great manager. And then six months down the track, they're not doing what they should be doing. Um, But they don't actually have a clear understanding of what their role is. The job description is and will do that. Um, And then you can reflect on that as well with them. And so that will help them understand, again, what their job and role is. Um, So, yes, absolutely needed, (laughs) Riss. And I think that... um, when we don't have that uh, depth and clarity um, as leaders, uh, you know, managers in the business, again, like I say, it just does not, the, the role will not be fulfilled um, to the level that you want it to be as a sell-on owner. Experiences, uh, 97% of people actually want to do well, uh, do a good job, be a good human, fulfill their potential. Yet the majority of people are not doing that because of mm. lack of clarity, lack of clear systems and processes and, and job descriptions. Let's talk a little bit about time because, um, yes, we sell haircuts and we sell facials, but actually we sell time of our team. Mm. So this is another thing that we notice, Greta, that, that is a yeah. roadblock to managers successfully filling their role. Talk to us about um, making time for our managers to be managers. Absolutely. Um, another one that I come across quite frequently um, is a manager, one, not knowing how much time they need to spend on their job, like their role, um, but to actually, you know, having that time allocated every week to do what they need to do within their role. Um, and it's super important. I know as a, um, you know, as a salon owner, we hat switch a lot, right? Um, we can go from being stylist on the floor or therapist um, on the floor to being, you know, CEO and in, in, in a one-on-one meeting with a staff member, you know, in a flick of a finger. That's That can be a hat switch. You've got also to think, 
when you're developing your job description and then coming into, uh, you know, how much time does my manager need? Um, we need to make sure that we are giving them that information that they can have time to do what they need to do as a manager to fulfill their role. And that may, may mean marking out time in their, in their day, week to do what they need to do um, and get the job done. Stuff on their job description and the yeah. list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, if you're on the majority of the time, we have managers that are fully on the floor and, um, you know, doing clients day in and day out. And I think that um, for them, that that is a struggle. They're like, where am I meant to fit this in? I'm meant to like plan trainings and and plan huddles and plan all these things. And how do I fit that into my week? Um, and as, as a leader, you know, as a CEO of your business, we need to lead them and give them that guidance and communicate with them on how and where this does fit into their week so that they can learn how to do that hat switch and they can learn to, to fulfill their job description um, and be able to do that by allocating the time. Yeah, and I know that the, the mental shift for the owner is, oh, when they're creating a training plan, they're not serving clients and making income right now mm. so I think it's about recognizing that every hour that they spend on uh, training and developing team or systems and processes that yeah. it's actually you're going to get an exponential return further down the track it's just not you're not going to get a hundred dollars this hour from doing mm. a haircut you're going to get uh, three thousand dollars over the next 12 months because of what was happening in that hour and I think that's yeah that's the mindset we need to. That's the uh, yeah. that's the flip that we need to do to to give the space to our managers to actually yeah. be effective. Absolutely, and again, this comes back to our like uh, question and um, answer right at the start around um, you know the fact that we're not giving um, th that communication channel um, as well as. Um, you know, it comes back to that time that we communicate that time with them. We communicate and talk to them about um, what is, you know, what is this look, what does this look like? Um, I think, and I feel like this allowing time and giving them time, it really is like um, wrapping up what we've just talked about into a little bubble and just going, this is going to hold us together. Like yeah. this is going to make, hold us together and help us move forward um, in, in this, you know, leadership role. Um, so I know that um, with uh, time, again, we've seen it as well, where it can be hard to start out. Like if you place a manager that's uh, or full time on the floor, you know, she may be a, or he may be a um, fully booked stylist or therapist and, hey, you know, where do we fit that time in? Start small and, and increase it over time. Um that's something I've encouraged a lot of, like especially with our managers um, in our Motivating Managers program, um, start small, increase it over time. And that's where as leaders, again, um, CEOs, we need to ensure that we're um, supporting them in that and understanding that, you know, they may not be able to fulfill everything right at the get-go, but over time it's going to increase. And you're future-proofing, like you said um, before, Larissa, about the, you know, increasing sales over time. Um, it may not be that they have that sale now, but over time and in future, you're future-proofing your business by allowing your manager to have time now to help and support your team to grow. Yeah. Um, there's a saying, I don't know if I'll get it right, the 
fish stinks from the head down. And I feel <laughs> like, you know, we kind of said right at the beginning of our chat, Greta, um, too often we think it's the manager is not good enough or is not yeah. performing or is not right. But actually, it's up to us as the leader to uh, be clear about what we want, give space for what we want, get it written down, give them tools to succeed, because 97% of people want to do great. We just need to let them. Otherwise, yeah. we throw them out there onto uh, uh, to the lines, if you will, and say, hey, go and be a manager. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I you know. do good. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> yeah, have fun. See ya. I'll be over here. Um, yeah. uh, so much so that, like, a part of the manager's program, twice a year, you run uh, a communication boot camp with the mm. owner and the manager together to make yeah. sure that you're setting up a system for their communication and uh, job descriptions and all of those pieces. So, yeah, yeah. super important. Um, Greta, as a coach, uh, you also have a business of your own on the side. What is a, a quote or a mantra or something that really you think is important for salon owners that keeps you focused on the straight and narrow? Um, I have so many, like I absolutely um, adore like mantras and quotes and, um, but I've, I've chosen one to share today that is around really what we've talked about, something that I, um, I utilize every day. And I think it's um, not just with, you know, um, my, you know, my business, my um, space within um, Salon Owners Collective, but life in general. Um Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. So it's making sure that we have that good communication because we won't, if we don't have that, um, that that bridge and that communication channel, we're either going to have clarity or we're going to be confused. So we want to make sure that there's that bridge to clarity. Um, and if we don't have that bridge, we get confused, which is really summarizing what we've talked about today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What is a book or a podcast that you've listened to, or a book that you've read recently that all owners need to get their hands on? Um, it may be one that you've listened to or read before, but um, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown is an absolute favorite of mine. I also love her podcasts, um, but her book um, is absolutely awesome. And I just feel like, again, coming into leadership and, and being in that leadership world, um, that's like a must. And um something I would also pass on to managers to read yeah nice oh yes good idea all right yeah. um Greta I know people want to gonna come want to come and find out more about the managers program where should they stalk us oh absolutely come reach out and talk to us um you can find us or me as well um at the salon in the salon owners collective facebook group um follow us on instagram um that is where you'll see me hear me um and find me there as well and um yeah definitely reach out and if you want to know more about the motivating managers program here to help and answer all your questions thank you for taking some time out of your world to hang with us. Um, I appreciate you so very, 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 very much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's been fun to um, talk about something that I'm super passionate about um, and definitely hope that um, it's helping others out there as well to with their management team. And that's a wrap. Greta, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I absolutely love working with you and together our approach to cell management uh, we're very much aligned um, and you're doing an amazing job. And I know for you listening, you would have taken away heaps of amazing strategies that you can implement with your team to ensure your manager 
actually steps up to the plate, steps up to the role and continues to thrive in their role, the whole purpose that you put them there. And so you, as the business owner, can feel confident in your team and invest the time in the future of your business. Now, by the way, this is just a bit of a teaser. So if you're interested in learning more about our Motivating Managers program, then just flick me a DM. All you have to do is click the Apply Now button in the show notes, fill out a few details. Let's see if the Motivating Managers program is the right fit for your salon. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.